0: On
1: the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome to the Coach Jimbo Show live from Rudy's Barbecue on Harvey Road in College Station. Presented by Capital Farm Credit. Together, we're better. Also brought to you in part by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit Rudy's.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. at and proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. More for your thing that's our thing and by bud light this football season keep it crisp with bud light please drink responsibly now here is the voice of texas a&m football andrew monaco
2: howdy Welcome to Rudy's. This is the site of the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit. We appreciate all of you being out here, all of you joining us along our Texas A&M football network and joining us on Facebook Live. I am Andrew Monaco, joined by the head coach of the Fighting Texas Aggies, Jimbo Fisher. Coach Fisher and the Aggies go into Oxford, defeat Ole Miss 24-17. Get that victory. An SEC road victory sure is sweet. Howdy, yeah, it was. Coach?
3: It always was. And, and uh... Playing on the road, adversity, a lot of young guys, and, and things weren't going well at times. And those guys still made things happen on offense, defense, special teams, turned it around, really played well down the stretch and, and did the things you had to do to be successful. The unfortunate part, like you said, playing the young guys, you're getting dinged as the week is going, but was
2: it, seven freshmen? Yeah. We're, we're playing in that. and.
3: No, 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 there's more than that. We're playing a lot more than that. But, I mean, there's seven started. Start. Did, did, did started seven. In, played uh, more than that. And what we're doing. And playing significant roles. And offensively, our players of the game were both two freshmen. 28 and 85. That was yeah. our offensive players of the game. Yeah. Both were two freshmen. And, uh, you know, big plays in the game. You know, Brian Williams and those guys in the secondary mm-hmm. getting a lot of their first action and playing and doing things. So, we just keep bringing those guys along. That's why I say your depth, you never have enough depth. Right. right. And, you know, <clears throat> here we are
2: halfway through the season. They're gaining that experience now. They know what an SEC Saturday. Oh, like, yeah, they go. are.
3: And You've you got to go out there and experience that thing, whether it's on just on specialty. Every 10, 12 play, you know, you just get 10, 12 plays a game, you think, well, that, yes, it is. It, just, it, it breaks that momentum and that monotony and understanding what it's like on the field, what do I got to do, what do I got to prepare, and you gain confidence and just keep inching them in a little bit little bit by a little bit. And sometimes, like you say, you got to make sure you're putting them in positions to be successful when they're young because you don't want to destroy their confidence. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you have to. The mandatory with injuries and things, they get put in some really, really tough situations. But, you know, it's amazing how, they, how resilient they are and how they play. You talked about uh, <coughs> Isaiah. And about
2: Jalen Widemeyer and, and key plays and Jalen. i 'm going to use the word comfortable, they look
3: more comfortable, Jimbo's up oh, they the do they're we, getting better mm-hmm. I mean they understand what they're doing, how to do it, why they're doing it when we know what to expect the game is is the more you play, the more it slows down and then it's like anything in business you understand how to do it and you get better at it and, and you start realizing, hey, you know I can really do this mm-hmm. and I can be I can really be a good player and and, and it's not that I make plays and no, i of I can make big plays, I can do this consistently, I can do it over and over and you know that's just but the way you get there is experience, mm-hmm. and it just takes a little bit of time with some of those guys. But just keep giving it bats. There's some really, really talented young players in there. He uh, he had the
2: 22-yard touchdown, which really clinched it. Seemed to be <coughs> the difference when he gets around that goal line. It's almost no
3: stop. Yeah, Spil- Spiller hand. does a good job. He's strong. He's big. He's, dece- he's deceptively big. Mm-hmm. He has good power, and he's learning to use. He's learn- learning to lower his pads. He got caught a couple times the other night with pads were high. He was looking past things. But learning to run with better pad level, learning to explode into blockers, how to take on, blo- I mean, on, excuse me, tacklers, and the things he's doing. And he's doing a much better job of pass blocking.
2: He is Jimbo Fisher. He's the head coach of the in Texas Aggies. They're coming off the win at Ole Miss 24-17 with Mississippi State straight ahead for us. We'll review more from that win at Ole Miss, and we will preview Mississippi State throughout this hour. We have your questions as well. We're so glad you're with us. We will take our first break. First, I'll tell you, AT&T is a proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. More for your thing, that's our thing. Come on back to the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit from Rudy's 504 Harvey Road here in College Station. This is Aggie football from Learfield IMG College. Kellen rolls to the left, keeps the ball around that left end, across the 40, 30, inside the 25-yard line. Kellen Vaughn rolls left side, 22-yard gain to the old Miss 25. He would end up rushing for 76 yards in the win. The 24-17 win at Ole Miss. Quarterback Kellen Mond and the Aggies are now 4-3 and three overall. 2-2 two and two. SEC play in Saturday at Kyle Field. Mississippi State is in. It's an 11 o'clock kick. We'll be with you at 10 o'clock with the CHI St. Joseph Health pregame show. The Jimbo Fisher Radio Show is brought to you by Capital Farm Credit. Capital Farm Credit. Together, we're better. With the head coach of the Fighting Texas Aggies, Jimbo Fisher. And before I get to the offense... Man, I want to talk about the defense because the SEC uh, defensive player of the week is Buddy Johnson mm-hmm. of Texas A&M, and uh, the 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 scoop and the score, but the strip sack of Justin Matabuke and Elijah Blades Plumley in a bad bad way. Yeah,
3: well, it was a corner fire, and uh, he realized the corners coming. He stepped up, but Matabuke missed, beat his blocker when he stepped up. Saw Matabuke, then he had to spin back, and when he did, he had the ball down, and Blades kept coming and hit it in the strap. But that's what I'm saying. That that's playing everybody doing their job Mm -hmm. see that that's he could have had the sack but if if matabuque had gotten blocked or been a step out of his gap that corner blitz would not have been relevant because he could have stepped up inside matabuque did his job forced it back outside you create those plays and that's why i say when one you know you can be doing those how can a guy miss a sack or well if there's a space inside that somebody was supposed to take away and they both did that perfectly and then buddy field he was hustling to the football and they were to scoop and score which is you know good balls. i mean i'm gonna tell you something people don't think about this but defensive players, we try as much as we possibly can to look for ball skills. Everybody said, well, a guy can hit and tackle and all that. But listen, when you, the greatest defensive players I've ever been around really could have been offensive players. Mm-hmm. They really could have. They had the ball skills to be offensive players. So when they got opportunities to pick up a fumble, get an interception, tip a ball. Or, and when you have ball skills, you can judge the football, how to play it in a the second there, how to play it at linebacker, how to get your body to contort it to be able to do that. And you know, Buddy has good ball skills, so that's a good thing for that. And he was able to scoop score and he was asked about daylight. He said he saw daylight
2: all right. And, he, and someone asked him, well, does take you back to your running back days when he was a two-way player, Dallas Kimball? And I'm like, that's all Jimbo needs is another defensive player asking for
3: a football. No, the- <laughs> no well you, I, I, listen, I love rec- two-way players. And, and I hate... High school now, so many guys do get regimented to one side of the ball when you have big schools, but I love guys that can play both sides of the ball. One, it makes you understand the other side. Mm-hmm. It makes you a better player. It's like coaches. I always say this. If you want to be a great offensive coach, go G A on defense. Be a graduate assistant on defense for two or three years and understand how they look at things, and, and vice versa mm-hmm. on the other side. Like, when you, you understand what a defense looks at as an offensive player and, what an, and vice versa, and you have those understanding and those skills to be able to do that, it really helps you as a player.
2: In that second half, you also get a, an interception from Clifford Chapman. <clears throat> yes. Uh, here's a guy who's there in the nickel, opportunity there for him to play. The other thing is, coming off the injury last year, the disappointment Listen. that he didn't get to play,
3: here's his opportunity, and he read that beautifully. But here's another thing. You know, guys that haven't had the success he won the half. You know, we came here and we—I knew him in high school. We knew he was going to be a really good player. He Gets hurt when we get here. Doesn't have success. A lot of guys, and then he's not starting. Then he actually was third team. Mm-hmm. I mean, was saying about he was third team at nickel behind Elam and behind uh, twenty-one. I mean, yeah, and, Charles and, and, Oliver. And, and Charles Oliver and and, and you know, either that Charles Oliver gets hurt. He, all he was doing was playing on special teams, giving all he had, got his opportunity. Now he's taking advantage of it, just kept working, kept doing things well. He's a great young man, and I'm so happy for him that he's having success and hope he can continue it. We've talked about that, having that size on that, in the back end, and whether oh. it's a
2: Miles Jones or a Clifford Chapman, but he can high point that ball, probably higher than, get higher he than do. some receivers. He can and reach,
3: and not only on the ball, but high. Because in college football now, see, you can put your hands on guys down the field. It's not like pro football. And and I always say this, in college football, you can beat the heck out of somebody down in the secondary when the ball's not in near. I mean, pro football, they'd have 32 flags on one play, what you can do in college in the secondary. But those long guys that can – if a guy goes to beach and you, you can get that hand out and get shoved. You know what I mean? It's like an offensive tackle. If a defensive end beats him, he's got those long arms. He can push those guys. that can get their hands on guys. Those guys that get beat, they can. They're, they're, you know, we talk about catch radius for receivers. What's defensive radius for DBs? How you got to get the ball over? They can reach around you. Shorter guys tip balls, and he has all those qualities. So almost boxing the reach as it is, well as the reach and exactly right. And whether you're defending a guy, tackling a guy, getting a shirt, or you know playing the football,
2: it's, it was just again there was that there was that confidence, and I and I know that third quarter Ole Miss. Is moving the football, but in that fourth quarter, that came to a, to a close after those big yeah, that's plays. I,
3: that's, here's two things I loved about the game is, as far as not happy about it, but how it, it played out with young players on both sides of the football. All right, we come out, we're not playing on offense. We, we get a great two-minute drive before the half. Mm-hmm. Got momentum of the game going in ten-seven. Come in, give, the, give a great halftime speech, how we're going to do on special teams, what we're going to do on defense, what we're going to do on offense, had it all laid out, had a perfect plan. We walk out there, and our all-American kicker slips when he kicked the ball. It was real—the the grass had like that, that. It was like that rye grass. It was real dewy. Mm-hmm. He slips, kicks the ball out of bounds. So they start on 35. We hand the ball off. First play, we've been playing great on defense. They break a 45-yard run. Mm-hmm. Go down to 20. Mm-hmm. Drive down, score, touchdown. We're behind right off the bat. All right, offense. All right, we were playing well. We we're moving the ball. We moved the ball the first half. We had 220 yards of yeah. offense. Let's go back. Let's, let's retaliate. Go back, pop a run for 12 yards. Guess what? Holding. Come back. Mm-hmm. We're down first and twenty. So then we we don't get the first down. Punt the football. They get it, and there they come driving back down again. They're moving the football. Then we get the trip strip sack. Mm-hmm. So okay, great. We we get it get go back up in the game so we go so we're not on offense yet again so they get the ball go back out then they drive all the way back down again you forget they're on our 10 or 15 yard line Mm -hmm. but then we come up with a huge the other one's a blocked field goal yeah mattabouka comes through and gets a huge Mm -hmm. block field but we you know we've they're moving the football we're not moving it even though they're you know but we're making enough plays as i call minimizing the damage to find ways to keep fighting and scratching the claw and all of a sudden defense offense we go out and we don't miss a third down then they go out and get a stop. We, and uh, then we get a good punt return. And we, mm-hmm. Then we go down and take a 12-14 play drive. Drive it all the way down there. Got a touchdown. Got a double move. Guy beats him by five yards. Go to throw it. The one time our one of tackles who played really good, they got penetration and Kellen gets hit as he's throwing it. He's throwing it. We got to catch it, but it's, it's an open play. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen. Then, okay, we get regroup. That's kick a field goal. Get up six points. Miss a 20-yard field goal. Think about that. That was all one quarter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was all one yeah. quarter.
3: I yeah. mean, I mean, but you, you know, you got young guys, you know, guys can get frustrated. They can get mad. They can let that happen. And I know it's, it, it doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make me happy. But at the same time, what does make me happy, we say, you know what? We've got to do what we've got to do to win this football game. No defense, then we got them pinned. Mm-hmm. They start getting three and outs. Bang. Then we had, we had one more drive. Then they get another. Th- we get the punt mm-hmm. down there, oh. we get, we, which we had a nice return. A nice, had a f- three or four mm-hmm. really nice returns in the punt return mm-hmm. game. We get that stopped. We come back, and then we take a 14-play drive again or something, 12-14-play drive, and run in it. We pick, 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 can get a penalty in it, but Kellen overcomes a quarterback draw. Then we have some RPOs. He runs a draw and a pass option. He splits it. We get a big third down. We, we pop, hit some passes, hit some runs, then we break a run and score that touchdown to put us away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we persevered. A defensively, they, okay, we're not playing good. They got two or three stops. Offensively, we weren't moving the ball. All of a sudden, we started moving the ball. Because we had to. And sometimes there's some urgent. People say, why don't you do it all the time? I say, I agree. If I could hit that button, I promise you, it would happen. But sometimes you, as a person, you've got to feel that urgency yourself. Mm-hmm. But it was about a kid who was saying, you know what? We want to win, guys. We're, we're still learning this, but we want to win, and we did that. And they turned the momentum of the game. That's hard to do on the road. Right. That's hard to do on the road in, in a hostile environment. And then, uh, you know, of course, they unfortunately, they got down. We had two fourth down stops. That was disappointing on defense. You know, we had them. But – We we got the game, did what we had to do, and won the football game. But, you know, it's not playing well. Consistently, but it's playing well in key moments, and that's part of it too. You got to learn when things ain't going your way, well, how to make those plays when you have to, and learning how to win is a learned behavior. And you got to keep doing that. And I was proud with so many young guys in the game. Yeah. yeah, and it was a 24-17 win on the road and, in Oxford. And you know what? We won. I can survive, and I can be mad all week because we didn't play. Yet. So <laughs> I can I can ride them and push it's them. A, it's and, a coach's and, dream. And it, is, it is. I mean, it's a coach's dream. Okay, no, but uh, also a coach's dream is we're playing real well, and I can still get mad and ride you and, and, and accept it. But you know, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're a work in progress, and we just got to keep sawing wood. We, we got we, these last five games of the year, we can start this week, had a good week. We know we're having a good week of mm-hmm. practice right now. And part of that, our young kids are learning how to accept the grind. Mm. I mean, you're playing so many young guys and they're talented. It's not just the playing. It's how to practice and knowing that – Coach, I got to do that again today, again today, again today. <laughs> I mean, they've never had to grind like right. that at, at the level you're at right now and the, and the, and the responsibilities they have. And, but you know, that, that's no excuse. Everybody's got issues. Everybody's got problems. But we're learning, and there's a lot of little things I see us getting better at.
2: Mississippi State on Saturday at Kyle Field, 11 o'clock is the kickoff. Football and barbecue lovers know the perfect brisket needs the right wood, and Rudy's smokes all their meats using their delicious signature rubs in 100% oak fired pits. Get your real Texas barbecue fixed today at Rudy's or on the web at Rudy's.com. Come on back to the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show, presented by Capital Farm Credit. This is Aggie Football from Learfield. I am G. College. Single receiver to the right on a third and eight from the Ole Miss 18-yard line. Here, they come. Here comes pressure. Kellen throws. Left side. Rodgers caught it. touchdown. 18-yard touchdown. Kellen Bond to Kendrick Rodgers. And that was the touchdown that Jimbo Fisher was talking about in the final two minutes. Third consecutive game that the Aggies score on that two-minute drill end of the first half and gave the Aggies the halftime lead. Aggies Can will once again take place November 2nd at the UTSA football game. All fans who donate a canned good or monetary donation will receive a coupon for a free Whataburger while supplies last. Thanks to KBTX and Whataburger for their support of Aggies Can. With the head coach of the Fighting Texas Aggies, this is the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit. Coach, it was in your office. You were talking with a friend of yours who's now uh, uh, in in the NFL, and you're talking about Justin Matabike, and at times it looked like a man... Amongst boys, uh, in in that game, Justin, yeah. he had a he had a, a really really good impact. He did. On that he was game. playing
3: well and inside and generate plays in the pass game and run game. And not all D linemen can do that. I you know a lot, some guys are run stoppers, some guys are pass rushers, and he does have that unique ability because power and speed and his size. He does, and and he really was he was on his A game and playing well. And you know even in special teams, got to, got the block kick and the things he did. And uh, you know we're going to need him to play that way the rest of the year. We yeah. don't need him to play the way the rest of the year, and then uh, for us to have the success we need to have.
2: Anthony Hines was. Talking talking about Justin on Monday and saying everybody sometimes just looks at the tackles for loss and the sacks, but they don't realize he said he appreciates playing behind
3: a guy like that because he takes up so much attention from the from the opposing offense. Really? I mean, I can say you defensive tackles have to be some of the most selfless people in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, they want to make plays, but they're taking on double teams. They're holding gaps. They're holding things inside while other people can run free. You know, I'll take care of these two. You go get the glory. You know what I'm saying? And, but it's not like offensive linemen. And, and you have those people there, like fullbacks on offense. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times do you talk about them? till they miss a block? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's things like that you say. But defensive tackles are like that. Now, he has the ability to really wreak havoc, you know, because of the way he is. But defensive tackles in general have to be very selfless people because there's going to be a lot of double teams, a lot of things. But when you're doing that, if two on you, somebody's got to mm-hmm. be free. He
2: gets the block. Jaden Peavy had a block kick earlier. Bobby Brown yes. had the had the block kick. Those can be momentum changers. Oh, they are. And
3: those inside three guys have power, and they're learning to play with much more consistency and pad level. And you know they're not close to the players they can be. And, that, and that's an encouraging thing because they all have really high ceilings, in my opinion. And uh, those guys keep developing.
2: That's uh, that's exciting when you're able to see that you, the bigger picture, right? To yeah. see that. I mean, and you said that. I that's something I didn't think. It's looked at four years for a player, but you look at them after a year, after two years, after three yeah, years. Yeah, because what
3: you know, he knew so many times certain guys don't what those guys are doing a good job. of certain guys don't develop to the last year or two sometimes. And you say that guys a first round draft pick and he said, "Well, you know, how how could we not have done more in college?" Well, some guys just don't develop that fast. These guys are doing a really good job evolving early in their careers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to be able to make impacts and things they're doing and and how they're doing it and and in the end the result is true and, and the thing about it is they're improving and some guys you say, "Well, they improve and you know." Certain players you say, it's not going to be much more of a ceiling there. They're, they're getting to that. T- these guys aren't close to that. These guys have a mm. really, really high ceiling in and, and and, and their life and, and, and football, and I think, you know, a lot more room to prove, which is really good. That's really exciting. It, it is. <laughs> it is. I just hope we can get there. Absolutely. <laughs> get um, there don't our time when it's good. I'm with you. <laughs> but they're getting there.
2: We have some questions, and we will get to those when we return to the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit. We're at Rudy's, 504 Harvey Road here in College Station. Stay with us. This is Aggie football from Learfield IMG College. Spiller bouncing outside, left side, across the 20, 15, 10. Isaiah Spiller, touchdown! Aggies! 22 yards, and Isaiah caps the drive with the touchdown. In that fourth quarter, a five-minute drive. That was a four-minute drive. That made it 24 to 14 after Isaiah Spiller's touchdown. The Aggies would win 24-17 at Old Miss. The Jimbo Fisher radio show continues. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit. And a reminder, it's brought to you by Bud Light, proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics, reminding you to enjoy responsibly. With the head coach of the in Texas Aggies, Jimbo Fisher, I have questions from Matt, Matthew, and Matt, class of 2004. So we're going to start with Matt. And it's with the, this far into the season, can you point to areas where you have seen market improvement in the team's play?
3: Uh, yes, you definitely can. I think our linebacker play each and every week. I mean, those young guys, we had guys that never played really inside before. I think they're doing a good job. I think our, our corners keep continuing to grow. Our young safeties are playing much better. Uh, like I said, our, our run defense with Matabuke and those guys inside are doing a good job. I think our run blocking is gradually getting better and better each week. Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, our tight end play, mm. is they, they're growing. Those young tight ends are really, you know, and now Rennick, I'm going to tell you, Ryan Rennick did a tremendous job in that game the other day. Mm-hmm. He played, I mean, played a bunch of plays, no missed assignments, blocks. I mean, graded out really well. His first chance of being out there to so walk on and make plays. And coming off a of knee surgery, he had ACL surgery come back in four and a half months, mm. which is very rare. Whew. I mean, he is, quick. is that's real quick in his play. <laughs> and then, I mean, it was big for him to be. They couldn't do that and we lost Beal and some of those guys. And so I think their play is getting much better and better. And I think Kellen continues just managing and doing yeah. things. I mean, make some mistakes here and there. But. There's a lot on his plate. He does a lot of things for yeah, us. It's, he's Our receivers keep growing. There's some of those yeah. guys. Are, I mean, all of them are. We're, we're getting better as a team. Matthew wants to know, how much improvement do you think we will see from the offensive line in the second half of the season? Well, hopefully a lot. And I think that's part of it. You know, we got to continue to grow. It doesn't matter. The guys that put their hand in the dirt to control the line of scrimmage allow everything to function. Yeah. I mean, and your ability to... How you call plays and being able to pick up certain run yards and know you can get certain runs and be able to have certain protections and things like that. And like I say it's an experienced group with a, you know, a new center in there that get better and better each week, and they're continuing to grow. And again, you talk about that depth. Ryan McCullum had to come in when Colton had to come out. Colton Prater had to
2: come out. He shifted him over to the, the right guard now. as
3: well. I want to tell you what all happened to Colton. He got banged up in that game, missed about five plays, and I'm going to tell you now, not many guys in this country would have played as much as he did mm. what he did. That, that's one tough son of a gun now, I'm telling you.
2: No mistake, he goes out with the captains, right, at the very beginning no, of the game? No,
3: no, no doubt. <laughs> Folks just think you pick four. You're not no, just picking four. No, I mean, guys, they, 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 <laughs> they earn that, that don't they. They, they? The way they come to practice and work every day. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Uh, Matt, class of 2004, says, as the offensive game of football continues to evolve, will you consider putting two running throwing backs on the field at the same time? Two what? Two running backs slash throwing backs. So I don't, well, if I'm you have look them, the two running
3: backs, if you have them, I mean, yeah, we put two but we don't have to, I mean, we don't have enough <laughs> backs right now. We're all beat up <laughs> at running back. If you look last year, we did that a lot. Yeah. I mean, we put, you know, seven, you go back to my days at Florida state. We played all those two tailbacks a lot guys that could throw run, do all that. And as we build the depth of this team and the injury, we get over the injuries and things we do that. But uh, I love putting two backs on the, on, and especially guys that can throw run, do those kind of things and flex out and run routes and do <laughs> things like that's the kind of things we've always done in my offense for a long time. I say, like, you know, our, from what we've done even the Florida State here LSU wherever wherever it may be and uh, that's those are things but right now we're just a little limited with the numbers you love backs who can block catch run right? well, you're, 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 yeah you don't have to come off the field I mean you know you can run routes out of the backfield you can match them up on backers they can pass protect and, and they can run the inside tw- between the tackles and hit home I mean you best recruiting you got to go recruit great yeah. players and we got some we just got some guys that are banged up and hurt and yeah that's just the situation we're in right now
2: sure was nice to see Cordarian Yeah, it was. He
3: keeps evolving and getting getting better and better.
2: Yeah, it's just to rotate them in, and uh, like I said, I hope it's that confidence. These are a little off football, so I'm going to save these for the next break. Uh, Ian's question, normally first, you'll be up first when we come back, as the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show, presented by Capital Farm Credit, rolls on from Rudy's 504 Harvey Road here in College Station. This is Aggie football from Learfield IMG College. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance wants to give you a VIP Aggie basketball fan experience this year. Go to 12thman.com slash Maroon Contest and register. One winner and a guest will receive game tickets, a VIP tour of Reed Arena, and will be recognized on the video board during the game. Register today at 12thman.com slash Maroon Contest. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. A reminder, we begin the Buzz Williams radio show this Monday here at Rudy's. So we're, I'm double-dipping next week. I know where I'm eating next week. I have, it, I have that. It's the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit. We are at Rudy's 504 Harvey Road here in College Station. We continue with the questions. Coach, what are you... This is for me. And what are you most excited about for the future of college football?
3: Huh. Most excited. He makes us think every week, doesn't he? You no, know, I mean, when you say... The most excited. I mean, there's a lot of things you're excited about, and the evolution of the game and things that are going on. But the most excited, uh, I think, if we handle it the right way, that the the way I know some people, I believe that the kids will be compensated in a, in a good way, that they can be helped and taken care of, and we can handle it find when we find that medium of how that is or whatever it is to be able to do that. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a great experience for them. But I think it's also gonna be a a. Uh, <coughs> way that we in things you've got to manage, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, in, in different mm-hmm. ways and how they're going to do it. And that's, that's why I'm anxious to see that. But I think the, it's the evolution of the game in general. I mean, I, I think it has. I think it's becoming a fun game to watch. I think people – it's still America's game. I think people – I still think the passion for college football is, is different than it is everywhere else. Yeah. And uh, I think that's as much as anything, that this passion of the game just keeps growing and growing and growing.
2: That has – have you always had that thrill going out on the field, whether it's at Kyle,
3: Joe oh, yeah. Campbell
2: – whether it was yeah. at LSU, whether it was at Auburn, yeah, where you want, I mean, you're so
3: blessed to be able to do something that you truly love to do. I say this all the time. I and mean, we, we we do work sometimes 14, 16, 18 hours a day, but I've always said I've never had a job. I mean, I, I I mean I I love even when I'm mad and I'm upset and things aren't going well and you're mad at us and everybody's mad at us and everything's going on, but it's still what I love to do. I mean, yeah. everything in life is tough. Everything is challenging. Everything winning and building and doing things, all that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's part of it, but. I love going to work every day. I I love being part of that. I just enjoy it.
2: I have uh, asked you this before, and I will ask you again. When your former players come back and call you coach, right?
3: They don't or, or Jimbo. Or- <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't make them do that. Sometimes they just call me Jimbo. Don't matter. That doesn't because I always say people say, why don't you make them call your coach? I said, well, you can say coach with disrespect. Or you can say Jimbo with disrespect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's how you talk and, and the way you respect of what you say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I say, I don't mean them. Listen, they know we're in charge and, and who. But same time, we're all human beings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it is when they come back and say that, coach, I understand now. And sometimes guys you've gotten on some of the guys I'm the closest to now or some of the guys I was the hardest on the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the hardest. I mean, some, a couple of them now that they look back, I mean, we used to go nose to nose sometimes. You know, you're, 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 you're upset and passionate, and, and, they, and they get it now. Mm-hmm. And, and just you kept sawing that wood and hoping they hoping they get it. Because that's the thing as a coach. You remember all those great guys. But, you know, as a coach, in the back of your mind, it's always that, that handful of guys that you could never get to. It bug you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's just life in general everything. Nothing works out that, you know, you wish could you could have hit that button to make them work. Mm-hmm.
2: Steve wants to know now, what would you be doing with your career if you didn't go into coaching football? <laughs>
3: that's an interesting thing. Uh, brain. Mm, brain surgeon? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I'm joking. No, I, I would be, I'd be doing something in the outdoors world. I, I'm an outdoors guy. I mean, I, I love, you know, some kind of deal like that or, or some kind of, Maybe I'd have a hunting and fishing show. Maybe I'd be lucky enough to do that.
2: You always but said uh, it was hunting, fishing, football until it's football season, <laughs> yeah, and that's one, yeah, right? no,
3: I do. I love being outdoors. It's probably something to do outside. I'm, I'm an outdoors person. Yeah. It would be real. But you know what's funny? I can't really answer that because I've never not wanted to be right. a part of sports. Right. I, I've never mm-hmm. in my life ever, I, I know that's hard to comprehend, I've never not seen myself being, whether it's playing, coaching, whatever, I wanted to be in it. And I couldn't help it. I mean, it was like, I always say this, you know, I always like players who, when they're at the park and they're not supposed to be, you know, they're just having a good time. And the ball rolls out, they got to go play. I mean, there's a ball. You got to go play. I, I, I was that guy. Yeah. I mean, I was just, I love to compete. Mm-hmm. I love to play. I love to code, I love to be around it. You know, I'm not, I'm not getting involved. You know, y'all go, hang you on know, your bed. You can't do it that way. <laughs> you know, have to find, no, you got to do this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that was just the way it was. It, it was. I just yeah. have never, not wanted to be a part of, Sports and athletics,
2: right? It's it's someone from above tapped you and said you need to be a part of this, right? I guess it, I that's got to be divine providence for yeah, you I mean, because it was, now I mean. your impact because the impact is not so much Jimbo on the wins and losses, and I know you get judged on that, but it is by all those players who come back to you. No, it is to be part of to because be part listen, of your when life. you win
3: and lose. There's trials and tribulations you got to get to, mm-hmm. and, and that's why the wins become so good that you have to you have to build the culture, you have to build the things that go on, and, and but that you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You get them to understand the hard work, the ethics, and and failure does it. Failure is just a temporary problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? you got to overcome it. you got to move on. you got to do things. Nothing's permanent unless you make it permanent. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you walk away and quit, then it becomes permanent. Otherwise, you keep sawing wood and you keep fixing those things. And, and, you gotta, and that's the way life is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, nothing's ever perfect. Nothing's ever right. There's always a problem. Somebody's, something in the family's wrong. There's a bill to play. Somebody's sick. Something's going on. I, ain't, I mean, and so it's like ball. There's nothing ever perfect. Right. But you just got to keep sawing wood and it's what you like to do.
2: He's the head coach of the fight in Texas Aggies. He's all ours here at Texas A&M. That's Jimbo Fisher. And the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show, presented by Capital Farm Credit, will roll on. This is Aggie football from Learfield IMG College. Keeps, throws, left side. Chapman on the coverage Intercepted at the 35-yard line. Clifford Chapman covered it
1: beautifully. And he's got the pick.
2: That interception by Clifford Chapman, part of the Aggies' 24-17 win over Ole Miss last Saturday, Mississippi State comes into Kyle Field this Saturday, 11 o'clock for the kick between the Aggies and Mississippi State. Gritty is an absolute game-changing provider of electricity. They're giving Texans access to wholesale electricity with no markups, all for a membership of just $9.99 a month. And we will turn our attention to Mississippi State with Jimbo Fisher and. I, I joked with you in your office today. I said, you know, I don't see Montez Sweat, I don't see Jeffrey Simmons, I don't see Jonathan Abrams any longer on that defensive line, but you were quick to say it doesn't matter because well, you don't and, see Jay
3: Sternberg, you don't see <laughs> <laughs> and all, I mean,
2: you made, this, you made this comment last year though. They rotated so they many guys. A lot of guys. Like, everybody looked at Sweat and he's you're like, there are a couple guys who are gonna be in the NFL and that's And exactly they were and, they and some
3: of these young guys are too. They played a lot of ball for them last year too. I mean those guys are are really good players. They're big. They're physical, and and then they're and then their front seven, or linebackers are excellent. Remember old Thompson last year? He he was a menace against us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made play after play after play, and really good player, and really gay, and Leo Lewis mm-hmm. and those, those backers and their front guys. I mean, they, they're a big, physical group. But you know what's funny? Mississippi State has always been that way. <laughs> I mean,
1: I don't mean I to mean, chuckle, go, but listen, you're right.
3: I go back to 1993 when I was at Auburn, all the way through those seven years, and and at LSU, when you come after the after that game. You, we have as many guys in the training room doing that next week. It, I don't care who we played, who we, after that game was always big physical players. Mm. Always have been. And, and, and that, that's when, because I've told you time and again, you, you told me right off the bat, line of scrimmage, conference the sec guys with the hands in the dirt and the offensive line has size yeah, well, too think about all those guys at mississippi state and i mean you go back to how many guys they got in the nfl that put their hand in the dirt offensive linemen defensive linemen and i mean great ones mm-hmm. that are up there right now fletcher cox know all those guys i mean there's mm-hmm. tons of guys you don't think but you don't realize went to mississippi state they've always had those guys yeah on the other
2: side of the football it'll be uh, garrett schrader who's a freshman quarterback um and they have they've had tommy stevens who was that transfer from penn yep. state dinged up a little bit as well but they're they're going with schrader this a guy who can run is are, are they comparable to or is he comparable to anybody that we've played before or is he uh, a little bit different? He's a little different, he's bigger,
3: mm-hmm. you know. what I mean, he's so much bigger. I mean, he's a big guy and he's heavy, and you, you don't realize how fast he is. I mean, he really covers ground, he moves really well, and he you know, he, he knocks you more like a big running back, mm-hmm. like quarterbacks. And sometimes they'll take their shots, get down, do that kind of stuff. This guy, I mean, there was a couple times he's. I don't know if you remember the game. He's jumped, flipped. Yeah. I mean did Auburn he did it. He did it was another game. I think it was Kansas State in a big scramble late in that game. And I mean I that guy was ten feet in the air. I mean, just I mean, just throwing his body around. Mm-hmm. I mean this guy's a competitive, tough son of a gun now. Yeah. Uh uh skilled wide receivers as well always guys yeah. can run big got ball skills do that i mean you know you got you got to play them yeah and it's 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 interesting big that, lineman physical offensive lineman I, I mean it's like we just we just saw nick fitzgerald for the last couple of years you know with with them and a, again a quarterback who can hurt you yeah exactly that's the style they like and yeah. joe, does, joe does a good job with rpos and running a quarterback mm-hmm. and does so many ways of doing it and, and has a really good offensive mind
2: let's talk about how we can counter that when we come back to the jimbo fisher radio show it's presented by capital farm credit we'll return to rudy's this this is Aggie football from Learfield, IMG College. Tight end Pellerin on the right wing, Cooley on the left. Plumley in the pocket. He's being chased. He ran right into Elijah Blades, and they lost the football. Aggie's running the other way. He lost the football, racing all the way into the end zone. Aggie's touchdown, Buddy Johnson. 62 yards. The strip sack, the scoop, and the score. And the Aggies, the 24-17 win over Ole Miss, and. and as I continue with uh, Jimbo Fisher and the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show presented by Capital Farm Credit, uh, Coach, uh, Buddy said he took – everybody else got credit except him. I, I am just enjoying watching the player and the person Buddy Johnson is becoming. It was, it, for him, it was all about my team. It was, all, it, was, it was about Justin making the play, Elijah making that play.
3: It, there, but, you, but you know what that is, and people are excited about that. But what that tells you, he truly understands the game of football. You truly mm-hmm. understand the game of football. You have, I mean, football is such a team. I mean, those things wouldn't happen with that. Now, he's, he's got to do his role and his part. But you understand, no matter how good my part is, if the other parts aren't there, it, the sum doesn't equal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come up. And, I mean, when, that's, it's fun to hear me say, hear guys say that. And, and really, because, buddy, you know, certain guys say, well, and you can be around guys say, well, that's what they're, they think they're supposed to say that. But how he says it, why he says it, why it happened, you start to understand the whys of the game. He's maturing and understanding how important all of your teammates are. And sometimes when you're, and when you're young, you really don't because you're trying to just find your own way. Right. I got to be proved that I can play. I got to get my own deal. I gotta, you know, it's hard to understand the big picture. And then once you start to get it and you watch those guys grow and understand, oh, yeah, I can do this. When you do this and you do this and you do this and I do this, we can help each other. It's, man, It's fun to watch.
2: Can you explain to everyone the difference? He was an outside linebacker.
3: Huh. Now he's an inside in the middle. What, a, what an adjustment that is. I mean, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's, here, here's the best way to describe it. When you're an outside guy to an inside guy, you know, if you put your back against the wall right there and say, okay, tell me what's going on in front of you, okay? And you, you can put it there and you can kind of see. Then, I, then I'm going to say, stand out in the middle and tell me everything that's going on everywhere. What I mean is it, you're at a four-way traffic stop. I mean, things are going here, here, this way, that way. I mean, when you're in the middle, there's the, the, the ability – there's an old adage, the more instinctive and intelligent you've got to be, the closer you play the ball mm. because the multiplicity of things go up, and they're going in different directions and coming in different ways. When you're outside, doesn't mean you don't have, you're not necessarily intelligent, but you don't have to learn as much because you're only seeing half of what, you see, what the field is and usually usually it's more athletic you go the wider you go cuz you're in space more mm-hmm. and then the other guys but that's that's even changing too but when you're in the middle of the field you got to process well, that's why people say well just put him in there at center all right Center is, is like, quarter. to you me, no, know, go play middle linebacker. Go play safety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's, he's an inside outside backer. He can run and tackle. Put him inside. He got to Physically, he can't. But to be able to process that information and do things, man, it, that's an instinctive right. thing. You've got to process it, know it, instinct. There's a lot goes on in the middle of the field. That is a very – it's much easier to go inside to outside than outside to inside. Really? Oh, without a doubt. Because gotcha. you're, what you're learning, mm-hmm. if you have the physical skills, because – it's, it's not as hard assignment-wise and, and the multiplicity of things that are happening to you because things are coming in different directions that much more in the middle of the field. That's hard to do inside. It's been a pleasure
2: watching him, and again, he's the SEC Defensive Player of the Week is Buddy Johnson. Back-to-back games with double figures in tackles. We'll come back, wrap up this edition of the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit. Stay with us. This is Aggie football from Learfield IMG College. AT&T is a proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. More for your thing, that's our thing. Time to tell you that this copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Texas A&M University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the express written consent of Texas A&M and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and Texas A&M University. We continue with the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show presented by Capital Farm Credit. Ron, happy birthday. Even though he's given my job away earlier, you were taking over for me. I'm still going to come back next week.
3: You know that. You, you, need, you need to stay here and do about 20 minutes more work. <laughs> so yes, I yes, I do because you,
2: you carried me again this this week, Coach.
3: I can I, talk a lot. I know that.
2: <laughs> I wanted to ask you about, and I, and I heard this. You'll see it on the, the, this edition of the Pulse. The sideline
3: at Ole Miss was as good as it's been all season. It has been the last. Two. I mean, our kids. And, and I know you say Alabama sideline was really good. Mm-hmm. Just those young guys now learning how. To come to the sideline and get engaged and get the corrections and, and give the feedback and I know that's not well that's no all that is part of that that whole growing process yep. and then the energy coming back and what's going on and the communications and their communications back and that allowing us to coach them and make corrections because like you say you'll see like a lot of the offensive coaches if you ask them what happened on defense in a game after a game they can't tell you 90 percent of what happened Because they're over there coaching their offensive guys making corrections. And the defensive guys can't tell you what happened on offense because they're over there coaching. Mm -hmm. And that's all part of it. You can't just watch the game. You've got to coach the game. And players have to Learn to come over there and forget about, you know, let me, let me do my job. You right. know what I mean? Let me lock in make sure I got my assignments and things. And the communication levels and those things are getting better and better. I mean, we had heard that
2: uh, we needed the energy level after the first couple of weeks. It wasn't what we wanted in Clemson. It wasn't what we wanted to Auburn. I like seeing that kind of adjustment as we go through no, this No, you season. do. It's, it's maturity. Mm-hmm. It's mature. Yeah. Uh, I always ask you this, is how I, I got to keep the habit going. Huh? What do you want to see on Saturday to get that victory? Well,
3: I mean, again, the three eyes immediacy, learn to start fast. Intensity. Learn to play a full game all the way, and then int- play with great intelligence throughout the game. I mean, those things are very important. What you got to do, and then I mean, take care of the football like you do. Create the turnovers on the other side. Uh- make big plays don't give up big plays third down red zone those things that you know we got to continue to grow and that was one of the things in that game third down we've been doing pretty decent offense when we we slipped up in that game so we just got to keep growing we got we got to evolve and and play with much more consistency and learn to get out in front play with leads not once you get them not give them up let them retaliate back and learn to feed off each other and and but learn to just play the game the way it's supposed to be played Jimbo beat the hell out of Mississippi State this Saturday.
2: Thank you. You got it. He's the head coach of the Fighting Texas Aggies. That's Jimbo Fisher. This has been the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show. It's presented by Capital Farm Credit. We have come to you from Rudy's, 504 Harvey Road in College Station. Give you the lineup for Saturday. The CHI St. Joseph Health pregame show will come your way at 10 o'clock all along the Texas A&M Football Network. 11 o'clock will be the kickoff between the Fighting Texas Aggies and Mississippi State. Dave Elmendorf, Will Johnson will join me. For Kevin Menchow, he is our engineer here at be glad is the producer in our Learfield IMG College studios. And for the head coach, Jimbo Fisher, I'm Andrew Monaco. Thanks so much for joining us. This has been the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show, presented by Capital Farm Credit. Thanks and gig'em. This is Aggie football from Learfield IMG College.
1: on the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You've been listening to the Coach Jimbo Show live from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue on Harvey Road in College Station. Presented by Capital Farm Credit. Together, we're better. Also brought to you in part by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit Rudy's.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. at proud sponsor of... Of Texas A&M Athletics. More for your thing. That's our thing. Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Please drink responsibly. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Texas A&M Sports Network.